Hello everyone, welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is May 3rd, 2021. And we'd like to um, welcome all of you who may be new to this work of Triangles and new to this webinar and extend our greetings and hope that you will come to appreciate this work and want to form your own triangle. And if you do like to form, want to form a triangle, please, you can put your name in the chat box and hopefully two other members of the, the webinar today will agree to form a triangle with you. But for those of us who meet together each week, we do so to support and strengthen the planetary network through working together in a creative visualization. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform planetary consciousness. And we do this by working together each day, establishing lines of lighted energy between ourselves and our two triangles partners, visualizing our triangle mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. And then as our triangle is vitalized and visualized, we place it within the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is, is visualized, the great invocation, a world prayer is sounded in order to, to distribute the spiritual energies into the consciousness of all open hearts and minds. Triangles work helps to dissipate um, some of the fogs and mists of what the Age of Wisdom calls glamour, um, though that quality within human nature which prevents us from seeing life and its events more clearly. So as we all work together in this uh, visualization work, we help to free ourselves and free the planet from this uh, glamorous condition. And so as we do each week at the beginning of our meetings, we'll come together and work with a visualization, a brief visualization. So let's link subjectively with one another. And now let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And now within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle composed of the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity. Visualize those three points radiating and extending their energy fields with one another. 
filling the triangle with light. And now see appearing in the center of that triangle, a star, a five-pointed star of the world teacher. This teacher links east and west, past, present, and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energy radiating out from the center of the star through the five points. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies, enlivening small groups everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Project a bridge of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet and sound together the invocation of light. Radiance, we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Oh.
After our meditation today, our guest will be James Mills, and you've heard him before. He's from London, one of the planetary centers, and he is also an architect and always presents most interesting um, talks about his ponderings of various symbols. So we look forward to hearing from James a little bit later. So as we all know, um, we passed through a week ago, the high point or one of the high points of the spiritual year, the Taurus festival, the Waysack festival. And as we know, this sign of Taurus also governs the group in which we are involved, the new group of world servers, that group which seeks to bridge just as do triangles workers between hierarchy and humanity and birth the fifth kingdom onto the physical plane. So it's a, a challenging task before the new group of world servers, but just like the Buddha, who was also colored by that sign, it's a sign of tremendous strength and brings in strongly the spiritual will. So I was just wanted to share a few points related to the work of this group and this time and as it relates to triangles. Uh, you may remember during the festival week, it was highlighted that that, that year, 2019, was a Uranus return for that group. Um, that's an astrological cycle, meaning that where Uranus was found at the place of birth of the group in the sign of Taurus, just so happened, um, that 84 years it takes for Uranus to travel around the wheel and return to its place of birth. And so that happened for the group as a whole in 2019. And interestingly enough, this year, 2021 marks the Uranus return or the 84 year completion of a cycle of Uranus for the work of triangles. And so triangles was born a couple of years after the new group. Um, and it was birthed by the Tibetan uh, from within his, his ashram or his group on the inner planes. And so now that it has returned to that place again in the sign of Taurus, the sign of the new group, it seems to be a powerful symbol of a galvanization of the work of triangles following upon that similar galvanization of the work of the new group of world servers. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that there has to be some major outer change or um, work that needs to be done, but it does mean that on an inner level, there is a recharging of Uranian, an influx of Uranian energy, which is the energy of the seventh ray, which as you know, is the energy governing this Aquarian age into which we're entering. So it does often mean shifts and strengthening of one's initial purpose when Triangles was born. And so we playing our part in that shift could, can seek to galvanize our own work in Triangles, do what we can to spread the ideas of the network to others 
invite them to become participants in this work. And I've also been wondering about some of the influences of this Torian energy and its impact on the new group and how the new group is working to um, bring this energy about. Many of you may know who've studied somewhat the teachings of esoteric astrology that Taurus is ruled in both aspects, um, esoterically and what's what called hierarchically. So in its two subtle levels by the planet Vulcan. So Vulcan becomes the most significant planet governing the new group as we were born in that sign. So what might that mean? Um, Vulcan is an undiscovered planet, a sacred planet on the first ray line. So the first ray line um, of this planet is synthetic. The first, ray of, the first ray line of the first ray is a synthetic, whereas Pluto, the non-sacred planet, is um, governed by the lower manifestation of the first ray, which is um, a lower manifestation of will. So we are, as a new group, we're, our charge is to bring in this more synthetic um, bridging aspect of the will. And that's a task. You know. So we wonder, do we see this um, energy working out? And um, I've wondered if we might be closely approaching a time when this planet, Vulcan, is discovered. As most of us will know, the most recent discoveries, in fact, all of the discoveries of planets in our solar system have always moved outward, you know, from the sun, from the center, outward. In, 18, in 1781, Uranus was discovered. In 1846, Neptune was formally discovered. There were sightings prior to that time. And then in 1930, Pluto was discovered. There have been some other um, extra Plutonian planets that have um, been discovered since then, but no major planet um, that the Tibetan has mentioned has been discovered. So we're still wondering, those of us who study esoteric astrology are wondering about Vulcan. And since the new group has been strengthened quite a bit during this time, I've been wondering if we might be on the verge of the discovery of this hidden sacred planet, which we are told is not going to be an extra Plutonian planet, but in fact is an intermercurial planet, meaning that its place is between the sun and Mercury. So perhaps it's a symbol of instead of looking further and further into the beyond, we as the new group have to begin to look further and further within and merge with our soul more fully and help in bringing to birth this undiscovered sacred planet. Because it's been since some time since we've discovered Pluto now and we might be ready for this more synthetic aspect of the will to come into clear focus because we are told that our planet, the earth, forms a very powerful triangle with the earth and the two 
planets along the first ray line, Pluto and Vulcan. Our planet, as we know, has a strong first ray monadic nature. And Pluto has a strong first ray personality nature. And Vulcan has a strong soul on the first ray. So it's a, a triangle covering all three bases, monad, soul, and personality. So it seems could be the time. So are we ready for it? Do we see the spiritual will, the synth synthesis that Vulcan brings governing anymore in our world? Or are we still working primarily in a planetary consciousness of division and separation. I think we can see both forces. And sometimes we might say there's a, a battle going on between the two aspects of the will. And perhaps it's up to our earth to bring these all sides together and to bring forth into manifestation this higher spiritual will. So let's work now with our meditation. Coming together in group fusion. Linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. Let's project a line of lighted energy to the highest center the center of the spiritual will. And sound the mantra. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light.
Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangles network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships.
linking with the spiritual hierarchy, we sound the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Sound the great invocation silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love 
within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. So now we're going to hear from James. And so let's see. James. Hello. Hi, Hi James. Okay. I'll stop my share. OK. You can share yours. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, can you, s <laughs> uh, I press the green button. Yes. Not quite sure if, if you're seeing my um, screen. I just, see, I just see your name, but uh, across the top I see, no, I, I just see your name actually. Hmm. James, so you press the green button and then do you see an option to select um, whatever program you're trying to share? It, it just gives, it gives me a, um, uh, a screen within the uh, Triangles webinar screen and it says at the bottom share. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, there it goes. There, there we go. Okay, yeah. brilliant. 
Thanks. <laughs> okay. So uh, good evening, everybody from a rather tempestuous London. Uh, we seem to have got some kind of autumnal weather going on in spring. Never mind. Okay. So um, this is a this is a, a like a lot of my talks. It's it's kind of um, investigative. Uh, just an idea really about uh, geometry and um, some aspects um, relating to the Alice Bailey teachings. So um, this is about the Lux logo, which is, um, if you know the Lucis Trust website, you'll see it up in the top left corner. It's, uh, it's kind of been with the Lucis Trust um, ever since the beginning, um, back in the 1920s. So, um, this um, symbol uh, is interesting as it incorporates within it um, two uh, words. Uh, the, the word at the base of the triangle is uh, lucis, and there is another word less easy to see, lux, incorporated into the blue triangle, both of which are synonyms for light or um, from light. If we look at the um, word lux geometrically, the L with its upward stroke runs up the central spine of the triangle with the U's upstrokes running in parallel. The X has its center at the centroid of the triangle. Together, the three letters form a balanced composition on a common base line. So very neat the way it's been, um, whoever did the uh, design really thought a lot about it. So if we bring those two together, the three lines from the three corners or vertices of the equilateral triangle meet at the center of the X. And the line from the top vertex coming down also forms the upstroke for the central L. So, so far, so logical. But I was interested in the location of the letters within the triangle. Why is there a gap between the base of the letters and the base of the triangle? What is this distance and why do the upstrokes of the U and the L differ in height? The location of the base letters looses hang in space. Why? It seemed to me that I needed to find a measuring key to relate all these relationships. And so I speculatively underlaid chart M11 from um, Treatise on Cosmic Fire, which is the um, a chart uh, describing the cosmic physical plane. So that's what it looks like. I'm afraid it is rather small, but you get the general impression of it there. Um, so it shows the constitution of a human symbolically with the seven planes of consciousness ascending from the physical body of, to the spiritual monad in a series of layers representing rates of vibration. So ascending the chart, the vibratory frequency increases and becomes more subtle and less material. You can see how the divisions also change as it goes upwards, it becomes narrower, the bands become narrower. Um, I therefore scaled the diagram and redrew it in a slightly more diagrammatic form so that the rectangle of layers fitted with the base of the triangle. And this was the result, it's quite interesting. Um, the base of the word lux sits on the dividing line between the physical and emotional planes. You can see it at the side there between the seventh and the sixth uh, divisions at the bottom of the uh, diagram. Um, the word lucis is centered on the fifth 
level of the physical plane, i.e. the third etheric plane, where the etheric throat center is located. You can see just where the C is of Lucis at the bottom. That's the etheric throat there. So you've got the etheric throat, then the etheric heart, one level up to the left, and then the, the crown center um, at the top. Um, if the letter U of Lux using the circle of the U and duplicating it to form an eight is inscribed in a larger circle, this encapsulates the seven senses in the emotional body of the chart. So that gives you a reference there. If we then repeat that circle above and below the central circle, the seven centers of the physical etheric body are circumscribed in the lower circle and the mental body and the egoic lotus, the soul, are circumscribed in the upper circle. The apex of the lucis or the lux triangle touches the boundary between the mental and buddhic levels, perhaps signifying the scope of knowledge or light revealed in this teaching. If we add a fourth circle, of the same radius above the mental body circle. This goes from the fifth buddhic subplane up to the sixth subplane of, of the monadic plane. If a large circle is drawn which circumscribes the main lucis triangle, its bottom edge incorporates the liquid state of the physical plane but leaves out the dense first subplane and the top edge touches the division between the mental and buddhic planes and also incorporates the connections between the three tiers of the egoic lotus, uh, which you can see at the apex of the triangle, um, to the monastic permanent atom, which is just to the right, right at the top of the big circle. And there's a little red dot there, just almost on the circle. Um, this forms the antakarana or rainbow bridge in consciousness, uh, connecting the personality to the triad. I am sure there are many more relationships between these two diagrams, but these were the ones which seemed to be the most obvious to me. If we um, now underlay the triangle symbol, which is these, this uh, blue series of blue uh, stars, uh, three intersecting blue stars, um, with the largest 12-pointed star at the same level as the same scale as the Lux triangle, we see that there are some further interesting relationships. The smallest 12-pointed star, which is just about visible, is probably difficult to see in this particular uh, drawing because it is quite small. Um, but it, it, it basically um, incorporates the, uh, the no, I'm just, I lost my place. The smallest 12-pointed star incorporates the emotional centers and the largest star incorporates the physical and mental centers and egoic lotus top and bottom. So, kind of the, the whole world of the personality, physical, emotional, and mental, are encapsulated within this, this larger circle, which incorporates the, uh, this triangle symbol in it. Um, there's also a, a square. Um, well, there's, there's a, if we then double the size of the outer, tri outer um, star, we get a, a much larger star, and that um, reaches from the physical plane all the way up to the monadic plane. Um, you can see right at the top there. Um, there's also an implicit square um, created by this outer star, 
which I've shaded in there, you can see it. So this forms a square in the outer star and creates a boundary around the, um, the, the, the central Lux triangle. And the circle is inscribed within it, perhaps showing symbolically the field of service the trust works within. That is the field of human consciousness up to the highest level of the mental plane where abstract thought is found. So the top line of the square is right between the buddhic and mental levels. These expanded geometric relationships perhaps give us a hint regarding the potential scope of triangles as a service activity now and in the future and to which we can aspire as a group. So just to make that a little bit more intelligible because it is, I realize quite a lot to take in, I've created a little animation and I'll just play that so that you can um, get a sense of that. So there we are. That's uh, that's all I have to say for now. Um, I can um, leave this image on the on the screen, uh, or I can stop the share, Kathy. I'm, I I don't mind. No, it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine to leave that there, so people can yeah. ponder it. Thank <laughs> you so much. Really, thank you so much, James. Uh, my brain is a little. My mind is a little slow, so it takes me some time to to really um, take it in. So I'm sure it would be best to open it up to the audience to share any thoughts or mm. queries that they might have. I see a hand from uh, Maria Teresa from Sika Activa. So let's see. Um, hello, Maria. Can you unmute your microphone? Maybe you didn't really want to raise your hand. I tell you what I can do. I could play this animation just once more while people are thinking about it because it, it kind of encapsulates. Yeah, Let sure. me try that.
Thank you. I think Wilfred raised a hand there. Okay, yeah. Hello, Wilfred. Hello. Hello. Here is, Here is someone, someone who is going to speak in Spanish. I was um, hey, Wilfred, you, you have some echo going on. I think maybe you and your friend both have um, your microphones unmuted next to each other. Yeah, I had to mute you, so I'll try unmuting you now. Let's see if you can unmute again and without the echo. If there's two computers in the same room, it causes problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Did you have a question or comment? Queda muy claro con su exposición. Lo felicito mucho. El diagrama de fuego cósmico. No lo había entendido tan claro como ahora. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. It was very clear your presentation about uh, the book of Cosmic Fire. Mm -hmm. yeah. It wasn't so clear to me before. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. It, 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 um, Congratulations. Thank you. It's 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 a very it's a quite, it's quite a I mean I think this uh, this chart this M eleven chart in Cosmic Fire is. Uh, you know, it, it, you can study it for years. It's, um, it has a lot in it. And um, it is interesting, this, this apparent um, geometric harmony, which you can find in it um, in relation to the Lucis, uh, the, the, the Lux logo. It's uh, <laughs> kind of interesting. Do you have a phrase that you could summarize what the symbol might be depicting other than well, light, simply light. Is there any? Um... But it's almost as though it's like the field of field of activity, isn't it? Because it, if you think of it, it's, it's, it's going, it's interesting that it doesn't incorporate the first uh, subplane of the physical, the dense physical, it goes from the second. <laughs> mm. I found quite interesting. And, and yet the circle, the lowest circle, descends below that it's almost as though there's an octave below the physical mm. almost to take another circle and 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 place it down uh, at the base of the the, the the triangle pointing down there's something mm -hmm. below that so i found that quite interesting that there's this yeah. uh, possible uh, yeah <clears throat> we we're, we we're only seeing part of the story but yeah. um, i mean i it's it, it seems very clear to me that, um, you know, the, it's pointing to the fact that this division between the mental plane and the buddhic plane is where the activity, you know, hinges. Because mm -hmm. you've got that square and the circle and the triangle, and they all basically into, you know, they're all ba come to a point right at that boundary between, mm -hmm. the, two, between the, the, the two levels. So, um, 
I guess it perhaps just making clear the field of the field of activity. Yeah, well, it reminds me a little bit um, of the symbol that the Tibetan gave out for the new group of world servers that he says shines out uh, from their aura where it's a, a triangle enclosing a an even armed cross with a diamond at the apex in a way, you know, this somewhat similar and the you could be like the chalice of the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It, it, it's, it's very exact if, you, if I, yeah. You know, it, it's there's no kind of um, if you look at it at a larger scale, and I've done it because I've used my CAD architectural program to look at it at large scale, and it is pretty much dead on these these divisions and these lines. There's no kind of slight, slightly, you know. Sometimes you can kind of um, fudge it, but this is this is definitely it's interesting. It's just uh, I think it's one of those things that if you could you could probably extract more information from um, if you looked the more you looked at it. Mm. Um, anyway, it's a... so would you like to read some of the comments and? Uh, okay, I, yeah, so I can't until I got to actually escape there. That's oh, okay. I can now. Where's the comments? Okay, great. So if I uh, chat, okay. How do I see them? Um, oh, there we go. Right. Uh, go to the top. You don't have to go to the top because there's a lot of, um, you know, just thank yous and things, but um, scroll okay. down a little. I, yes, John Horan says, I had always thought the symbols within the triangle represented passageways within the pyramid of Cheops. Yeah. I'm not sure I th if the Pyramid of Cheops is an equilateral triangle, but um, possibly. Um, can you recommend a good book on sacred esoteric geometry? Yes, there's a very good Thames and Hudson book um, called Sacred Geometry by Robert Lawler. It's quite old now, but it's a really good handbook. It's only about 120 pages long, but he really packs in exercises and concepts. So I would I would go for that. How do you uh, spell his last name? Uh, Lawler, he's a Scottish originally, L-A-W-L-O-R. He's yeah. written some other very interesting books about the uh, Kali Yuga, um, his last book, uh, which is about the end of time as well. Very interesting guy. Mm. An American who went to Australia and worked with the Aborigines and then came back. I think he's now painting somewhere in the States. Hmm. Um, Constantinos uh, has said it appears that the Alm is also codified in the Lux symbol. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Um, be nice to see that. I, I, I don't know. Because the diagram was so small, the animation really helped. Thank you. That's a pleasure. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to. Can you repeat where the rainbow bridge is in the animation? Yes, it's. Um, I would recommend going to Cosmic Fire and having a look. It's. It. it you have to look at the. Um, I think there's a. There's a blown up. 
drawing, isn't there, a part of that uh, diagram, the um, chart M11, there's another chart which in Cosmic Fire which shows clearly the egoic lotus mm -hmm. and then the, um, the lines going up to the uh, mental permanent atom and showing the bridge, the Antakarana bridge. Yeah, once again, we are convinced that working with symbols plays a big role in expanding consciousness. Yes, I mean, look at all the emojis we use nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's becoming a much more easy thing to look at, to, to uh, work with. Um, always inspiring, you really have amazing intuition. We'll need to go to Facebook to see it again. Yep, that, that's, that's great, thanks Sam. Um, all right, so Santana writes, thank you, Kathy, for the talk and the deep meditation and Jane for the presentation, which connects it so many spheres and layers and levels. It gives me much to think about. I think one of the meanings of the triangle was the soul and its three aspects. And Lux at the center of the triangle emphasized the light of the soul and the eternal one light. The Lux logo is a beautiful, brilliant design. What page in Cosmic Fire is it from? I think it's 817. Um, and that's a really, Santana, well done. That was a really good <laughs> summary, <laughs> better than I could have done. Um, okay. Uh, dear James, is there any way to follow this video with the diagram in the web? I, I think, Kathy, you will be putting it up on the web, on the... Yes, page? I think we will. So yeah, it's on the Lucis Trust. It will be on the Lucis Trust um, group on YouTube. Great. Patricia writes, uh, the base of the Lux symbol forms a triangle to the right, but not to the yeah. left. Can you explain why that is? <laughs> uh, difficult question, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> the base of the Lux symbol forms a triangle to the right and not to the left. Hmm. It's, pretty, it's pretty symmetrical. Not quite sure. Uh, I she might just mean the L goes to the right, but the L doesn't go to the That's left. True. That's true. Yeah. It's interesting, actually, the, um, the, the words, I, I did a sort of numerological, uh, you know, analysis on Lucis and Lux and, and mm. Lucis. Um, I think it adds up to 10. Which one, Lucis or Lux? Lucis. I couldn't hear. And, and Lux adds up to three. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I've got can't remember exactly what I did, but basically, um, Lux is very is very much three. Yeah. So, Can't hear you, James. I don't know if others can, but I, I can't hear you. Hello, James. Well, perhaps James's um, audio has gone out. Um, so maybe that's a good time to end our meeting and I will send all the comments in the chat to James so he can to see them. And thank you so much, James. And thank all of you for being here today. And let's just end with a brief moment of silence to link with all triangles partners throughout the world.
Thank you, everyone.